Welcome to For the Life of Me podcast, where I share musings and perspectives on how we really, truly live a life divine. There's so much opportunity in the field, in our beautiful lives. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Julie Pyatt, your host. Hey, beautiful ones, loving, amazing, brilliant, radiant souls. I'm so happy to be checking in with you on this beloved medium, the podcast, which is spanning the globe and reaching into the far areas of the earth, connecting us in ways that can only be accessed through the podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in, for your support, for your love. I really want to talk about gratitude, acknowledging all the beauty we have in our lives. But before I do, I just wanted to talk to you about my plant-based cheese collection called Shrimu Divine Cow. It's a little uh, sort of play on that. S-R-I-M-U, Shrimu. And it's not cheese, you guys, but it is the next evolution of cheese. I can say it with a lot of confidence because I developed this cheese over almost a five-year period. Some of you may own my book. Uh, It is the living tome on how to make plant-based cheese. It's called This Cheese is Nuts. So I published that and I'm super bad with dates. I don't know. What was it, you guys? 2017. And as a result of that experience, I uh, sort of accessed a level of my own genius. All of us have some genius within us. And you could say this took me my entire life to actually come to the place where I was able to cultivate and express this level of genius. But it is a form of genius. It's pretty amazing cheese. Shrimu Do Life is devotional offerings for life because we know and I know that it matters the energy that goes into your food. It matters the energy that goes into your life. We really feel that when you eat Shrimu, it transforms who you are. So if you want to know more about how to order Shrimu, we are subscription-based. We're shipping the U.S. at this time, unfortunately, not quite yet in Canada and Europe, but I'm working on it. So if you're in the U.S., if you're interested, you can check out um, photos, recipes, the product offerings at Shrimu.com. That's S-R-I-M-U.com. I'm not asking you to give up your love of cheese. I feel like that would be too much. I simply made it better for you. And I made it better for our health, our bodies, our children, our animals, and our beloved Mother Earth. I hope you check it out, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so let's get into gratitude. So everybody says, I mean, it's well known. It's this feeling of understanding. And I was, t- I was talking about this earlier about when I went through my financial collapse. I went through a financial collapse being the mother of four children and married. And they, so I did it as a grown up. Um, and it was my sacred experience. And it was me being able to hold that vibration and not allow their perspectives in. In their minds, they were freaking out. She's a loser. She couldn't pay her bills. She got her cars repossessed. She doesn't have health insurance. Then it was, she doesn't have a bank account. So people projected a lot of stuff onto me. I don't blame them. I didn't like it during the time. But I had to 
correct them. I had to restate their judgment of me. So I canceled that truth. I did not receive that truth. No, that is not happening. I am not a loser. I'm in my sacred moment. I am being alchemized for something greater than what I'm able to experience right now. And this loss, this alchemy, this friction, which sometimes felt like sandpaper, it was so ruthless and relentless. It just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And what I realized was if I could stay in a perspective of abundance and gratitude, that I would create more of that in my life, even while I was suffering. Didn't mean that, you know, I said a couple affirmations like, you know, I'm grateful, and then it changed. That's not really how it works. But I really lived in devotion to life. And there are so many things that we have to be grateful for in our life. And unfortunately, our news channels and most media serve to sensationalize or glorify or amplify the trauma, the horror, you know, any kind of uh, good movie uh, these days is like, I sound like an old person now these days, but you know, it's mostly the violence. Like we want to see the train wreck, right? As human beings, like we have this like morbid fascination, like let me see somebody really become, get annihilated. Like that would be awesome. But I think that as we begin to wake up and continue to wake up, it's going to be like that scene in Mad Men. Do you guys watch Mad Mad Men? In Mad Men, it's like a period series. It's expertly created fantastic series, just as far as acting and storyline and production. But they they show this slice of life where they'll have, the close-up will be on a highball glass of alcohol and cigarette smoke, a woman smoking and drinking. And then the camera will pull back and then you'll see that she's like nine months pregnant. And it's laughable. You kind of chuckle. You're like, oh, that's hilarious. Like they didn't know back then and they were just smoking and drinking while they were pregnant. Can you believe that? <laughs> and so what I know is coming is that the more I tune into, not, into life, the more I tune into life, the more I realize that every single thing matters. Every thought matters. Every direction matters. The way you do everything matters, actually. And, you know, you have this condition, we all know, that if you make a small change here and then you project way out in the future, it's actually quite a large change, right? Because as the vantage point gets extended in the future, a lot has been changed by this simple movement. And so uh, I think there's going to come a time where they say, oh, and they didn't, you know, do you know they used to watch violent movies and then they would go to sleep? Can you believe that? Like they just didn't know. So I think we're at a moment now where there's enough trauma, there's enough turmoil, there's enough chaos and confusion and uncertainty and sort of the loss of any perceived illusions of security, which really were just that. They're just illusions of security. You know, if you, you know, the universe will visit you in another way (laughs) to wake you up, maybe in the form of illness, maybe in the loss of a relationship. And I'm not wishing this on anyone. I, I, I don't like humanity to suffer. I don't want to suffer. 
It's just that we are here to wake up. We are here to evolve. And the problem is, or the issue is, or the challenge is, and I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago, Eckhart Tolle says, you know, you, you're probably not going to self-actualize with a million dollars in the bank. You could, but you probably won't. So we don't grow and evolve in the periods where we think everything's fine and we can look at this collectively or globally before, you know, COVID hit. It's like, you know, we just wouldn't stop flying, consuming, polluting, you know. So this brings us to this very amazing moment that we're all seated in. And I wanted to just propose a challenge. I don't know how far this challenge is going to go or how I'm even going to track it. But it's like, do you think that you could practice gratitude for one hour of your day? I think you could. I mean, I hope you could. Like literally for the hour, you can only be in gratitude. So I think that's kind of easy, but then let's go ahead and make it harder. So let's make it a day, 24 hours. Your only job is to be in gratitude. That means whatever happens, you pick up the gracious perspective, the abundant perspective, the expansive perspective, no matter what happens, understanding that you are casting spells with your words. Let me say that again. You are casting spells with your words and more problematic, you are casting spells with your thoughts. <laughs> kind of scary, actually. <laughs> what we can do is get a rubber band, you know, off your veggies, like off your kale or celery, put it around your left wrist and when you make this commitment to go 24 hours in this attitude of gratitude, abundance, expansion, high vibe perspective, it goes beyond just gratitude because we really want to feel it, right? So the more we can speak it with all of these words that cultivate this perspective, um, the better, right? But just keep that little rubber band on your left wrist. And because we also have to start understanding that most of the thoughts we're having are not even our own thoughts. So you could be picking them up. They could be being projected at you. They could have gotten lodged in your psyche from that horror film you chose to watch last night before you went to bed. It was so fun being scared. And now you have that fear lodged inside your body somewhere. It's there because you're like a computer, right? And you're going to take everything in. And I'm not trying to be a buzzkill. I'm not like a monk. I'm not like walking around with a shroud in my house. I'm a mom of four kids. My older boys are in their 20s. I like to be included. I want to be part of the group. It's getting harder and harder for me, though. Really, really challenging for me to just watch some media that is not vibrating uh, in an expansive way. I actually can't do it anymore. So um, remembering that you have this rubber band on your wrist. So if a thought in, enters your mind that's just like, you know, insane or dark or whatever, my advice is don't, don't attach to it. Like, don't go, oh, that's my thought. I'm a psycho. Like, why did I think that? Or, you know, you know uh, understand that it's just like almost like a, 
a garbage, <laughs> a garbage pail <laughs> that something's being like thrown into. And so the second that you have that thought, just don't attach to it. Say, I am not my thoughts. That is not me. I don't know where that came from, but that's not me. Now, if it's persistent or if you need to change it, you can use that rubber band to snap your wrist. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Just give you like a little, just a little stimulus where you're like, oh no, I'm going to change that. And you have the power to then reframe that thought in a positive way. So your whole task is for 24 hours to just be an energy of gratitude, abundance, expansion, positivity. You think you can do that? I don't know. I think some of you can. And I think we, we should try and observe it and see how far we get and see, you know, and it's okay. Like if you lose it for a minute, you can always redirect yourself back into positive. So remembering that you are directly connected to source. You are an emanation of consciousness, the force, God, creation, the light, whatever you want to call it. You exist in this miraculous body and you came in with all that you need to fulfill yourself inherent within your blueprint. You are directly connected to source. So you may have gotten in the illusion that your source is your job. Your source is someone else, your wife, your husband, your dad, your mom. None of this is your source. You are directly connected to source. You simply need to make that connection and live your life as a servant of that force in devotion. The name of this podcast is For the Life of Me. The reason it's called For the Life of Me, it was given to me as a title of my memoir, which also is the way I live my life. My life is lived for the life of me. It's a devotional offering for life, just like Srimu, right? Everything I create is a devotional offering of my life. My life is sacred. My life is not better than your life. My life is also not worse than your life. My life is sacred. Your life is sacred. Consciousness is shining on all creation without cessation, without analysis, discernment, preference. Simply shining, never stopping. It doesn't care. It doesn't value one life form or choice of expression over another life form. This means someone who is homeless is not worse than you are, is not beneath you. There is no life form that is beneath you. You are neutral. Okay? So no better, no worse. So there's no reason to convince anybody that you know the way their life should unfold. How could you know you are not them? So all we can do is share from our own experience, to share from our own experience. And so this is why the podcast is called For the Life of Me. I share from my experience. In my experience, when I was going through financial collapse, I was shown time and time again that when I focused on what I had with gratitude, celebration, reverence, 
joy, that magnitude, that energy, and abundance would come. The flow would come. So many times, I'm going to share, I'll share this really profound story. It's in my memoir. It was my youngest child's sixth birthday. And I had gotten very used to waiting for timing because I was in the middle of a financial collapse, wasn't able to pay mortgage, property taxes, or insurance for five years, and still remained in the house where I'm sitting recording this podcast today. (laughs) Uh, That's a whole story. I should do a whole podcast on that or five. Um, But I woke up. It was my my six-year-old's birthday. And her older sister, Mathis, who was three years old or nine, she said, Mom, it's Jai's birthday. I said, yeah, I know. And I said, you know, I think we're going to celebrate later in the week. You know, because I was flowing. I didn't have any money to get anything, to get food enough for a gathering or a party or to buy her a present or anything. And then Mathis said to me, Mom, it's her birthday today. And I said, right, wise child. I forgot who you were for a moment. Forgive me, Master Consciousness. I went up in my bedroom, and I got up in a closet, and I found some objects from a previous marriage that were buried in the back. And I said, Mathis, come on. She said, where are we going? And I said, we're going to go to the pawn shop. So we went to the pawn shop. We went in. We sat down, and the man tested on the back of the bowl, in the back of the watch with some fluid. And um, I thought to myself, I said to Mathis, what a great homeschooling experience this is (laughs) because you're getting this experience. There was a beautiful German shepherd behind the desk. I remember this beautiful dog. And then we left um, very quickly afterwards with $638. Well, something that I had must have been valuable. I didn't really know that it was that valuable. It was silver. It wasn't, wasn't a gold thing. And we got in the car and Martha said, oh, I'm so relieved, Mom. She said, I thought we were going to have to sit there all day and hope somebody bought it. And I smiled and we went to the store and we got beautiful little toys. We got enough food so that we could bake a cake and we had you know, enough left over for groceries and many things. And we had a beautiful, beautiful birthday party for my daughter on her sixth birthday. It was just us, her brothers and my nephew and Rich. And it was absolutely adorable. It was one of the most precious birthdays ever. And I will never forget that time. And so by having this ability to expand when things constrict, right? Okay, so so imagine if I'm anything, I'm a mother, all you guys listening to this that are are parents, imagine how I would feel not being able to do anything for my child for her birthday. But being that I knew who my source was, I knew I was in an alchemical transformation. I knew we were guided, held, because I live my life in devotion to for the life of me. You know, we were in our sacred moment. And so even then, even on my daughter's birthday, I chose a reflection of expansion rather than constriction. I didn't get upset. I didn't clamp down. 
I didn't judge myself. I didn't judge my husband. I didn't judge our situation. I didn't scream at creation with my fist and say, why? I just became resourceful, open, and treated it like a divine experience. And so this was one of the many experiences that we went through, but this ability to stay soft, to stay grounded in my faith, and to not judge myself based on a bank account amount, um, provided an immense creativity, right? An ability to be creative, to bake cakes, make shapes out of them, to go in my closet and, you know, try to find something I could pawn. It's a funny memory now. My daughter is not traumatized by it at all. And it's a life experience. It, it is a life experience. So my wisdom to share with you is that if you're having constriction, if you're having um, fears about money, about uh, where will we go? How will we survive? Uh, what's going to happen uh, as a result of the election? Um, you know, all of these mind questions that come up. Remember who you are. You are an emanation of consciousness. And if you cultivate that direct connection to source, cultivating love, unconditional neutrality, celebration of diversity, recognition of all life forms as divine, reverence for all life. We aren't here to judge anyone or demand anything, right? If you find a way to live your beauty and recognize all beings as aspects of divinity, no matter their appearance, you will be guided. You will be led. The solutions will be provided. I don't know how, but in that moment, when that danger is imminent, you will simply walk through an open door that opens at the last moment. And uh, this is not about opting out, okay? So I'm not denying what's going on. Let's be very clear. It's a very serious time right now. <laughs> and we need to do everything that we feel in alignment to. Um, so it's not about a opting out. It's about opting in so deeply that you embody this Jedi energy where you are aware, you're fully lit, fully aware, fully breathing, present in your life form, serving your life as a reverent path, really cultivating honor for yourself. That's really where the work is. So few of us have achieved this self-love, this unconditional self-love that solves every miasm, every separation. So if you're having conflict or constriction, go in the mirror and look at yourself. Breathe with yourself. Examine your thoughts, the dialogue that's going on. Love yourself. Cultivate 
love, unconditional love for yourself. Because you came here to express your individual mission. And if you don't do it, no one else is coming to save you. No one else is coming to fulfill who you are. It's only you. And so it's you that is the most precious relationship in your life. Being grateful for every, every, every experience in your life, even the difficult experiences in your life, will bring expansion, opening, expansion, softness, an ability. Let's just allow your body, like move your body around a little bit and let it relax. And allow your body to register my words, what I've shared with you, that you are held, you are cared for, you are nourished, you are an emanation of source, you have everything you need inside of yourself. And so when we cultivate this reverence for life, we live as conduits, almost like acupuncture points of this beautiful force, omniscient force, remembering to rest in the intelligence of your supreme heart. So your body knows your mind is a tool, which sometimes has not even your thoughts, other people's thoughts, other thoughts that you have nothing to do with. But your heart is where all of your dreams are waiting for you. Everything you need is residing inside your own heart. And as you sit inside your heart and reside aligned inside your heart, your body has a feeling mechanism which becomes your intelligence. And that is what guides you. That is what leads you. So my wisdom for you is if you walk into an, a restaurant, a mall, an energetic experience, and your body is telling you to leave, you leave. Even if everything appears fine, there's nothing, you listen to the way your body feels and start to make decisions based on how your body feels. That is a great first step to living in alignment, and it will also provide a healthy body, healthy life form. That's a whole other podcast we'll get into. But when we listen to our body, we are in communion with our body, and your body is a living life form with its own intelligence. And so we want to use the feeling tone to direct us, lead us, guide us during these times, because there's so much confusion that's being put into the field in intellectual thoughts, ideas, opinions, right? So how can we know? You can know by how it feels in your body. And we have to begin, or we don't have to, we have an opportunity to begin to cultivate this feeling tone and you'll get really good at it. And you'll start talking like Srimati. You'll tell your wife, I'm not feeling it. 
not quite, doesn't quite feel right. <laughs> I know. I've been made fun of many times, but it's not, a, it's not a joke. It's actually a powerful mechanism, and I know you guys are feeling it. So that's kind of what I wanted to share with you today, my loves. I want you to remember how abundant you are and how much gratitude is existing within your own being for so much, even if your life has sucked just take a breath. The breath, the way the body miraculously operates all day without any participation from our personality. You are a miracle of God. If you have any doubt that God exists, simply explore the human body. So beloveds, this is an amazing moment. And I want you to know that if we knew Spiritually, the unseen forces that have arrived here that are vibrating, connected, anchored in, we have help. We have support. Listen to your own voice. And that voice could come in the form of um, messages, visions, colors, feelings, vibrations, knowing um, all of us are wired differently, but we have more senses than five senses. So we're going to start to see some really amazing expressions of life, some amazing expressions of life that become very common, normal, almost like, oh, the wind blew across my face. Isn't that amazing? So um, thank you for joining me here. Um, until next time I'm sending you so much love and remember that even if no one else believes in you, that I believe in you to find your way into living your most authentic, pure, true heart resonance. How could it be otherwise? You are a divine emanation of God consciousness. So before I go, I just want to remind you that if you want to go deeper, if you want to really align with your soul mission and get more support for me along the way, um, I have a spiritual mentorship offering called Water Tiger. Just so you guys know, it's $33 a month. And for the subscription, you get full access to a catalog of techniques, sound healings, uh, visualizations, yoga nidras, even a yoga practice, um, many, many techniques um, really that are more multidimensional that take you into these deep processes of either clearing trauma, aligning to your mission, amplifying new awarenesses that you have, and really freeing you from karmic ties from ancestral uh, patterns that you may be dealing with. Water Tiger is for everyone. We are all spiritual beings having human experience. So there is no hierarchy. Um, no one is more spiritual than anyone else. Um, we just have levels of awareness, which is really what you take with you when you leave this body. You do not take your bank account with you, by the way, or your credit score or your accolades or your titles. You take your evolution, how much were you able to love? How much were you able to learn? Uh, how much miasm could you transform into more and more love and overcome? So Water Tiger is for everyone. I do a monthly call, a monthly Q&A. 
Ask Shri Anything, and I provide a new technique every month. So I hope I see some of you there. There's different plans. You can do a three-month, a six-month, or a 12-month. I hope to see you there. If you feel that that would be supportive in your journey, uh, we would love to have you join us. Um, It's quite an amazing group of individuals from all over the world, and uh, I'm humbled and touched uh, to know you guys and experience and hear of all of your expansive experiences and travels via the portal. That's it. Until next time, I'm sending you guys lots of love. Be well. Namaste. Namaste.